0: Have you ever found yourself in a cycle of self protection? Perhaps you long for a healthier, more fulfilling future. Then friend episode 92 of the created to thrive podcast is for you. My good friend, Lisa Penny of wholeness and practice and I have an honest conversation where we vulnerably share our experiences with the unhealthy coping strategy of self protection. We're going to unpack the root causes behind self protective tendencies and shine a light on hidden triggers that can keep us stuck. We also reveal practical strategies and mindset shifts that are needed to break these patterns once and for all. And this summer, the Creative Thrive podcast. I'm going to be especially focusing on conversations about emotional health and spiritual well being to help you overcome life's challenges because I want to help you thrive in all aspects of life. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and create a future that is overflowing with health and resilience, then tune into this captivating episode. And I ask that you would uh, share this with a friend or family member as well, because we're going to explore the patterns that hold us back and then discover the transformative power of overcoming those barriers. So let's thrive together. But first, This episode is sponsored by Access More. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts but don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like religion, culture, family, entertainment, and more. From the organizer behind K-Love and Air One Radio, Access More has curated a library of podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Torn Wells and Bob Goff. If you're a fan of this show, I know you will find encouragement, hope, and joy through the many inspirational conversations about faith at AccessMore.com. All right, friends, this discussion was actually recorded for Lisa Pinney's podcast called Attuned for Wholeness, where I was Lisa's guest. And Lisa is the developer of a new app called the Get Attuned app which is a tool that allows its users to privately take care of their emotions right from their home. It's now available in the Google Play Store and will soon be out in the Apple App Stores. So go check that out, the Get Attuned app. All right, let's jump into our discussion.
1: Today, I'm here with Lori Snyder, my good friend. We're going to be talking about the ways we self-protect. So we're going to do it by revealing a little bit about ourselves. Because I feel like when we share our stories, you understand a little bit better because in sharing experiences, we connect and pieces of the puzzle connect. So welcome, Lori, I'm so glad you're back.
0: Thanks, Lisa, it's such an honor to be here. I just love you, so thank (laughs) you.
1: I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Lori and I have a little bit of a history. Um, we started out, I coached her, then she became a coach for my resiliency program and she's killing it. I have to say that, but we also became really good friends. And in doing that, um, we often talk about the crazy things we do and what happens when we get triggered and what happens when we get confused. And so today we're going to just focus on self-protection. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about me. When I was younger, I didn't self-protect. I raged. I pushed people away. I fought. Like I physically fought people. Um, and at the time I was probably about 96 pounds. So I don't know why I was doing that. Like pretty much anybody could beat me up, but I did it because I just had so much anger in me, and it was leaking out somewhere. So every time I got threatened, I would self protect, Uh, excuse me, I would get angry and push people away. But then when I got older, and I was working for some doctors, and doctors tend to be a little bit more dominating, I found myself shutting down, self protecting, um, getting quiet, avoiding eye contact, which honestly what when that I did that when I was young but I had this big long span of time that I didn't do that I didn't get angry I didn't flip out and then I went to the other extreme and I kind of figured out that I personally would self-protect when I was around people that were more powerful than me that's my daddy stuff coming out so um Self-protection became something I was really aware of, and I didn't like it about myself. I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I doing this? But I also knew at the same time, I did not want to fight with people and scream and yell because, you know, um, that's not helpful. It's just not. And given my background of faith, I realized that It was an area that I needed to work on, whether I was self-protecting or flipping out. I needed to do some work around it. And uh, all I can say is that's still a work in progress. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, honestly, I think that's kind of stuff I'll be working on the rest of my life. It's not once and done. For the most part, you have these big chunks of time that you do it you appropriately have conversations. And then there's these other times that you're like, um, yeah, no, I want to get out of the room. I want to get away from you. And then there's other times when it's like you're, you are feel strongly about something and you're ready to stake your, put your stake in the ground on an issue. Um, I think that's humanity. Uh, the grace in it is that we have a God that we can go to and say, help. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have learned the art of making amends when necessary, and that helps to alleviate the g- right?
0: Yeah. I love okay. your story, and mine is like completely opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up, uh, I, was, I was not a person of faith, and I did not grow up in a household that uh, was a believer really and good family but um i grew up as a very performance driven person i was a doer and i was the youngest and i grew up in the country on a farm so there was a lot of performance a lot of work to be done anyway but when i was 6 i went and spent the night with a neighbor and her brother molested me mm-hmm. and my mom was not emotionally available to process she grew up in a household where her parents constantly fought So she went to the opposite side where we didn't even talk about our emotions. You Mm -hmm. just put it under the rug and you just move on and you know, you're strong. You can get over this. So I became a fixer, but when that would repeatedly Mm -hmm. happen, I would go spend the night with uh, girlfriends when I was young and then their brothers would molest me. And I just didn't know what to do with that. So all of that shame and guilt and rejection and feeling like I have to perform in order to be seen or heard or acknowledged or really valued. That my value wasn't in the physical body. It was in what I achieved. I was a great student. I was an athlete. I was an award-winning athlete. Then I went on to be an award-winning sales representative. So by achieving, I felt like I was in control of my life. And in that, I self-protected, meaning I was guarded I didn't know until I became a believer, Proverbs 4, 23, where it says, guard your heart above all else, because out of it flow the issues of life. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of issues. I was guarded, but I did not know how to guard my heart. I did not know how to communicate my emotions. And I had those big emotions. Shame, obviously. The mm-hmm. fear. I was driven by fear. So what I was is very shy. I could not look people in the eye. Mm-hmm. I would retract. If we were in a group of people, I did not speak Mm one-on-one. I was okay. Still no eye contact, but I shrunk back. I, and because I was the youngest and had older brothers and grew up with all boys, um, I was an athlete. So that way I could at least hold my own, but I did not fight. Mm -hmm. But what I did was become passive aggressive because I did not know how to express my Mm -hmm. anger my hurt my broken heart i would then use words as daggers i would break Mm -hmm. people down with their word or with my words or um shame them verbally. let me
1: ask you a question can you still do that like this is a vulnerable moment i'm going to pull out of you (laughs) can you still break people down with your words
0: I, I'm aware of it now. And as you know, you've taught us how to be self-aware. I catch myself now doing it or starting to at least thought, have those thoughts. You know, I was trying to control everything except for Mm -hmm. my thoughts. I didn't know how to catch that thought and go, wait a minute, that's a lie. I'm telling myself that's a wrong belief. That's an unhealthy way of coping, but I will still, um, I will say vulnerably. Yeah. The other day, I was frustrated with my 20 year old son, and I just the frustration behind it came out in a not a very loving way. It wasn't hurtful, it wasn't degrading him or shameful, but it was not with a tone that was, let's have a conversation. It was more mm-hmm. of the bam and this and this and this <laughs> because yeah, it had been I'm pent saying. up. Yes.
1: That's what I'm saying. For the rest of our life, these things are going to pop up from time to time. They're just not going to dictate every movement we make.
0: Right. And it didn't cause separate. I mean, I was able to talk to my son through it, and we, you know, forgave each other, and then we were we were good. And we still talk about, you know, hey, the other day, I apologize. Here's where I was at, but here's how I need to be able to be open with you. So it then is that maturing process that we, I think, we continue to grow in. How can we become better version of ourselves? How can we be better at relationships to present ourselves in a way that is authentic? but yet loving and kind and respectful of the other person.
1: Here's what I know about self-protection in general. And specifically, you'll only protect when you feel threatened. Mm -hmm. You'll stand up or you'll rage when you feel powerful enough, like you'll overtake that person, overcome um, whatever they're doing to make them bend to your will. Yeah, I mean- kind of like that's what my dad did you know he was this big um strong powerful he had a powerful voice he had a powerful presence he could be equally charismatic but at the same time when he was mad man oh watch out and so here I'm a little girl right so I learned to But then it would come out on my friends and my sister and, oh, it used to come out on my sister a lot. No lie. I would constantly beat on her Mm. and laugh about it, you know. (laughs) So all of those emotions have to go somewhere. They went on my sister who was younger and weaker than me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah and I was shy because I was I would even have friends say if you don't do this I won't want to be your friend anymore and I grew up in the country and was always alone and isolated and mm-hmm. I had a mom who again was a doer she would say you need to do this you need to do that it was always a fix or always a performance and that was just my the mindset growing up that I carried into and I will say when I did become a believer as an adult and then now trying to fit into the church regime, so to speak, or mindset, then that became even more stuffing because the thought is <laughs> if I really share my struggles and what's happening now in my marriage and what we're going through. Right. They will even question, how can you even be saved? How can you have those thoughts? You have the mind of Christ. I mean, they would spiritualize everything and I was clueless. So then it shut me down even more. Like I don't even have permission to feel now because so I'm specific- in faith
1: sorry. No, you're
0: good. Um,
1: This specifically relates to an older generation. Those of us that heard a lot of that stuff in the nineties. Yeah. I wonder how a younger generation does that, or if they're more sensitive to each other because they're more informed. Um, And every generation seems to do something different than the previous one.
0: Yeah. I would 100% agree, and especially with having 20-year-olds, I have twin 20-year-olds, that because they went through COVID, there's so much now awareness of their mental health, um, Mm -hmm. trauma even. Think about, you know, in the 90s, I didn't even know what trauma was unless it was something like real extreme. So, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, "Oh, I had very tra- a lot of trauma." and then I was just talking to a friend of mine last week, and we were recounting kind of my history, health history too, because it affected my body and affected my health and autoimmune they can each other and what is it? like eighty percent of women have deal with autoimmune or, or autoimmune is more with women than men because we don't know how to do with this. We self-protect, we stuff, or we try to fix. So we're yeah, culturalized but, to yeah. be nice. Yeah. And I just recognize, oh my goodness, I have had a lot of trauma in a lot of different areas mm-hmm. that I didn't even have an awareness of. So I think you're spot on that it's a generational thing and it's now the internet, you know, we didn't have that for us growing up. So <laughs> it's, it's information overload almost. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But how do we process it? And that's where you are so great in helping me of let's process this. And then also to the fact that you said we become good friends. I love that you will call me out. And just what I've been walking through the last few, uh, few weeks going through menopause. Oh my goodness, crazy cycle. And you've been so great just to say, Hey, I've noticed this. You might want to think about this. I'm seeing this old pattern let's talk about it. And that is that's what
1: we do. I mean, we, we will find ourselves for the rest of our life gravitating to an old pattern from time to time. You know, and that's something that when I went for counseling, I, I I think it was the second time I saw my counselor, she told me that. And I was like, Oh, that makes so much sense. (laughs) And, and it became key. I'd be like, oh wait I'm going back to that old coping strategy um or hiding or you know whatever it was right. and sometimes it was just sometimes it was just like I'm going shopping I'm gonna and sometimes I say to God hey God I know I'm shopping for all the wrong reasons but I'll get back to you because I'm gonna go shopping <laughs> right now <laughs>
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about, you know, one thing is self-awareness is is the starting point, but that doesn't solve anything. We can recognize, oh, I have a pattern. I want to cope this way. For me, I would isolate because that's where I felt comfortable. It's what I knew. And I would just binge watch movies just to escape my life, so to speak. (laughs) Um, But how do we press through that then? So how do we not self-protect? How do we guard our heart and process that so then we can mature and grow and have healthy relationships?
1: Yeah, that is who that's a loaded question. It takes a lot of courage. Yeah. So it's self-awareness pausing, maybe talking to a good friend, um, maybe privately, but between you and God, but it takes a lot of courage to do something different. And here's the thing. When we allow God into that picture, even the parts that we don't understand, he sort of comes along with this part, this piece of the puzzle that we never recognized. And we go, oh, oh. And in fact, it just happened with a friend the other day. She was like, oh, my God, I just realized. And that's like, to me, that is that is God and Holy Spirit being the counselor. being the wise guide, being that, that counselor that we truly need, because as human beings, nobody has all the answers, but nobody knows us like Jesus does either. And so when he comes along with this piece of the puzzle, and it fits, then you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know how to move forward.
0: Yeah. And that's, is so great because he does speak to us so often through other people, like through you, you've confirmed so many different things that I was going on in my head that I didn't even articulate. And then you would share something with me. But one of the things that I found when you said takes courage, the thought that I had before I really entered into and took the risk to be vulnerable, I had this thought that if I face the pain of my past, it's going to hurt worse. Than when it did, when it actually Mm. happened, there were so many lies that I had, or what was, what is God going to reveal to me? I was afraid of what he might show me, but that's when it's like, no, he only, you shut the light, you turn the light on to expel darkness. Mm -hmm. It's warm and it's freeing. It doesn't bring shame. And so Mm -hmm. shame will keep you silent and isolated. And and then there's also
1: the religious speak that will keep you stuck If you're not careful, you know, I have really gravitated away from a lot of that stuff just because when I'm talking to somebody, I want to have a conversation with them. That's not going to make them walk away and feel just as stuck as they were before or worse. I want them to walk away and go, man, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hear you on that because one of the frustrations I would get is someone would just say, well, I'll pray for you or you just pray about it. And it wasn't really like it. Yes. And I, and and you know, me, I would rationalize everything because that felt comforting to me because I'm feeling like I'm fixing something if I'm rationalizing, Mm -hmm. but my rational mind is not in tune with my heart
1: Mm -hmm. or what you really need. So let me tell you this crazy story. I want to go uh, see this pastor's wife. I was probably about 30, 35 years old. I was young. And I knew her because we went to the same school together, though she was a few years older than me. And I will never forget this. She was eating an egg sandwich while we were talking, right? And she said, So how are you? And I went, you know, if one more person tells me just pray about it, I think I'm gonna punch him in the face. Her eyes, here she has this sandwich up to her face. And she goes, and I realized at that second, she was actually like, oh my God, I know that girl from when she was raging out all over the place. And (laughs) she wasn't real sure that I wasn't serious. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, Yeah. it was a figure of speech. Right, right. It it just was a figure of speech. But I too, like you, I was just super tired of people saying, I'll pray for you. Or have you prayed about it? Lord Jesus, why do I have to pray about something before I talk and can get my head on straight? I'm a verbal processor. Right. So if you hold space for me and let me talk, I get things become clear. And then when I sit down on my back porch with the birds a cup of coffee hanging out with Jesus I'm like okay Jesus let's talk about this now I'm ready yeah so I don't understand this whole order thing that you have to go to Jesus first I think that's true for some people it's not true for everyone and we've made this like like an unwritten rule that that's how we have to do it and yeah so I'm not about that
0: yeah and it's not a formula everyone wants the formula if i do this i get that result well life is not like that you can be doing everything right but other people have choices that influence and affect your life that you don't have control over so um what i loved when so someone like yourself you speak the truth and love but you also hold that space because what happens when we start sharing our story? With a safe person, a safe environment, we start recreating new neural pathways to our brain, to actually have brain health to create, right, healthy environment, but recognizing what does your heart really need? Mm -hmm. What am I really wanting in this? Is it to feel safe and secure? to be valued and worth and to be loved and feel that connection. Right. And especially that's where I realized I was looking for a heart connection with someone else, but I couldn't really get that because I was not connected to my own heart.
1: Okay. So one more thing then that's why women have these ongoing relationships, one night stands because they're looking for love, but They give their body in hopes of getting love in return. And a guy's going to tell you, I love you, baby, in hopes of getting your body. So (laughs) it's like this. Come on, women, we got to be smarter than that. But it goes back to what you're saying. Need drives behavior. We're going to have those needs met one way or the other, either in healthy relationships or unhealthy relationships. And sometimes that unhealthy relationship is with the refrigerator. (laughs)
0: yeah, the self-soothing. But that's where once you become, you become empowered when you are aware, you recognize, but then you can also look at, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. Right. And I'm at a new season. I might slip back and go, oh, okay. But I I do it with self-love and care. Instead of beating myself up, I look at what does my heart need? Oh, okay. Then I either talk to a friend or I connect with Jesus to say, Jesus, you fill it. And then I do this exchange with him. I give you this hurt and pain. Jesus, what do you want to give me in exchange and then hear from him. And so that's what you've taught me so well. Thank you.
1: I stumbled on that and I've used it for years now, but I stumbled on that. Um, Not exactly sure how I, how I got there, but it works. I think adding, The imagery to our words when we're praying makes it more powerful and dynamic.
0: I agree. I agree. And
1: considering that most people are 72% of us are visual people, why wouldn't we add imagery to our prayer?
0: Yes. And hope is tied to imagination. And we have to start with hope before we'll have faith.
1: I didn't realize hope was tied to imagination. That's interesting, but it makes sense because when I'm at my most creative, I'm also most hopeful.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So that's pretty cool. Okay. So we're going to end it for today and Lori, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you.
0: Sure. My website is lauriksnider.com. I have uh, teachings and resources there. I also have a podcast called Created to Thrive Podcast. Okay.
1: And I'm going to give you a quick update. Hopefully this month, the app Get Attuned is going to be out and you'll be able to take care of your own emotions privately in your home.